0: I'm Mike Tucker.
1: And I'm Elizabeth Talbot.
0: My friend had lived his entire life with an abusive father. Hmm. He was verbally abusive, emotionally abusive, spiritually abusive, and at times even physically abusive. Hmm. He had knocked him out two or three times, just knocked him cold. Wow! And uh, he had lived his whole life this way. In fact, now he was a man. He was 28 years old and married and had a child when an incident occurred in his father's house where the father went off on him, Hmm. went into a, a screaming, raging fit. And it was at that moment that the man realized, standing there in front of his wife and his child, uh, that he had to do something. He could no longer live this way, living in fear of this man who would rage against him. Hmm. And so finally, he drew a line, and he told his father in no uncertain terms Hmm. that he would never speak to him that way again. In fact, Hmm. he threatened him. He said, if you ever want to see your granddaughter again, you'll never speak this way to me again. He said, this is where it stops. I've lived in fear of you all my life. I will never do it again. You will never Speak to me that way again. He's in fact one more word right now. Mm-hmm. And this is over. We're done. I mean, he was really at the point ready to sacrifice the relationship in order to mm-hmm. stop the abuse. And really, you have to really come to that point at times yes. in relationships. You may lose the relationship, but you mm-hmm. stop the abuse. And you know, that's what he was ready it's for. It's very
1: interesting because it takes a lot to face the giants in mm-hmm. our lives, those that hold us hostage for a long time. Yeah. And today we're coming to a story that is very known in the Bible, David and Goliath. And we're going to divide it in two topics. Today we're going to talk mainly about Goliath and the whole dynamic of Israel when they saw the, 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 the giant and how he taunted them for 40 days and they were all scared and terrified.
0: You know, Israel was a tiny nation and it was not a a nation of warriors. These were Mm -hmm. former slaves and Mm -hmm. who are now farmers and shepherds. These were not a a warrior people. And there were always bullies around this nation who were warlike people with huge armies and they just lived in fear of them quite often. uh, They were often beat about the head and shoulders by these nations and overrun by them.
1: And especially this nation in chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, the Philistines, they were um, uh, descendants of the sea people. Mm -hmm. This, This is a powerful group of people. They they actually were in the area since 1200 BC, and they were thought to be the ones that actually made the Hittite empire fall. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole Hittite empire kind of disappeared from history, and it is believed that the Philistines, the sea people actually right. brought them down. So, these are warriors that have a history and a background. These are not just a little tribe that showed up no, to fight.
0: No, this is a major power, and they served as a thorn in the flesh of Israel for, for centuries. I I mean, they were always there, always belittling and, and uh, making these people live in fear because they would overrun them.
1: Absolutely. And what we're going to see here is something that is known maybe by the ancient Greeks and some other cultures, that they use uh, this champion representative type of fight, mm-hmm. you know, that the group would send a champion, in this case, a giant. You yeah, know, you'd this have guy. Both,
0: both armies facing off each other and then, all right, send us your champion. We've yes. got our, our chief fighter here. Let's, let's have them fight this out rather than yes, us. Is
1: a representative uh, fight you mm-hmm. you you fight through your representatives like when you do an Olympic event or a boxing or something mm-hmm. and, and you're for a nation you know the whole nation is behind right. that one athlete or I mean it can be in tennis or whatever yeah
0: but even there what's at stake is a gold medal <laughs> yeah. rather than who owns your land yes
1: and who's gonna lose their head right and right? like in this case mm-hmm. and here we have a, a giant he's about nine and a half feet tall named Goliath from God and it is believed that he was a descendant um, of anak remember The 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 descendants of Anak that came the the spies found. The
0: spies went into the land to spy out Israel, and they found there the sons of Anak who were giants, and we were grasshoppers in their (laughs) sight.
1: That's right. So they saw this huge, tall people, and so here we have one of those people, Goliath. And I I
0: tell you, when you really recognize how that height intimidates you, is when you're playing basketball. And all of a sudden, you find yourself on the court with a guy who's seven foot tall and you're not, yeah. and you realize you got to try to go against him, you know, you yes. realize he's a giant, I'm yes, not. Yes. And that's what the Phil- the Israelites felt like against yes. the Philistines, especially here Goliath. Yes, and,
1: and we're told the story in these terms in verse 4 of chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, it says that a champion came mm-hmm. out from the armies of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath, and whose height was six cubits and a span. So, this is like nine and a half feet. And look what happened to Israel on verse 11. See, before we read it, remember that Saul was also a tall person uh, above everybody else so, right head and so, shoulders
0: he, he was the giant for Israel
1: absolutely and we are told many times before this in chapter 9 verse 2 chapter 10 verse 23 that Saul was their giant so you know he's saying okay send somebody and here in this verse we have the sad story that their giant and all of Israel is terrified yeah. so Saul is their giant
0: yeah every day Goliath comes out and hurls insults at, at Israel and says come on what are you chicken you know what, what's wrong with you people mm-hmm. and we're we're going to mop the floor with you. And then in verse 11, when Saul and all Israel heard these floors of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid.
1: And it's funny because in the previous verse, it says, give me a man.
0: Yeah, a man. And so that,
1: that you know, that I might fight with him. And so the next verse is, and Saul, that was the man, yeah. Saul and all of Israel, because Saul is the king and he's also tall. He might not be nine feet, but he's seven feet or so. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not talking because sometimes we, we picture this like... You know, three feet versus 12 yeah. feet. I mean, we're talking a, a taller man, but but Saul was a warrior too. He was the king of Israel. But Saul is going backwards. He's yeah. not going forward towards this Goliath. No,
0: he's not ready to meet this challenge. He, Absolutely he is not. backing down. And so, he's not even uh, thinking about answering them. He is living in fear of this giant.
1: And here we are told something very interesting Um that, uh, verse 16, the Philistines came forward morning and evening for 40 days yeah. and took his stand.
0: And that, that 40 days is an, a, a significant number because this is a number that is quite often used as a period of testing for people.
1: We, are, we have it all over the Bible. I mean, it's a period of testing that God allows to see if we will trust Him with the deliverance. With
0: well, the flood that would rain for 40 days and 40 nights.
1: That's a, right. A, a and,
0: constant down.
1: Yes. Actually, we have several things. We have the 40 days of the spies mm-hmm. going to Canaan. We have the 40 years in the desert of mm-hmm. the people of Israel. We have 40 days uh, in Nineveh that Jonah will preach uh, I mean, and and even me- later,
0: we got Jesus in, in the wilderness for forty days.
1: Yes, oh. you can read the story of Jesus in Matthew chapter four, where he will be in, in the desert for forty days. Um, and very interesting uh, is the fact that he also is is given the um, the place of a representative mm-hmm. in, in the Gospel of Matthew. That he is fighting our fight, right. that he's obeying on our behalf, and all these other things. Yeah.
0: Earlier, when we studied the book of Exodus, we found Moses tending for sheep for forty years. It was a time. When he had to learn to stop trusting himself And start mm-hmm. trusting God Recognizing yes. he had really nothing to bring to the fight That's But right. that God had everything he needed and, and
1: don't forget that David is a type Is a symbol of Jesus And even in this representative fight uh, mm-hmm. We have the two titans You know, of Jesus and the devil Going at it And those that Uh, as if Jesus Christ is a personal Savior, this is the actual methodology Mm -hmm. that we talk, the substitutionary representative death of Christ on our behalf.
0: Well, it turns out that David is there. He goes and he brings food from his father to his brothers who are in Saul's army facing this, this great giant. And he happens to be there and he hears the taunting of this Philistine and he speaks up and says, hey, I want to go fight him. And uh, when this happens, his brothers are making fun of him. Everybody says, you know, you can't do this. But David says, I can do this.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting because we get this same thing repeated on verse 24. When all the men of Israel saw the man, they fled from him and were greatly afraid. Yeah. And it's so far, they've been talking about Goliath all the time. How mm-hmm. We've been given how tall, how tall he is, is. Uh, how much his sword uh, weighs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we know everything about Goliath. And David shows up talking about God. He's not talking about Goliath.
0: Hey, this is key, because very often when we are in uh, the midst of pain, when we have a giant that we're facing, all we can see is the giant. Mm. We see how big he is. We see how impossible this situation is. There's absolutely no way out. I mm-hmm. feel
1: trapped. Mm-hmm. I have
0: no options. Mm. But instead, we're looking at the wrong thing. We're looking at the giant rather than at the, the God, God who's going to deliver absolutely. us from the giant.
1: Absolutely. And this is one of my favorite topics. I have a phrase that I usually use is, don't talk to your God about the size of your giants. Talk to the giants about the size of <laughs> your God. And that's what David does here. He, um, he shows up in verse 26. And in the second part, he says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? <laughs> <laughs> that he should taunt the armies of the living God. And it's right. like, okay, you guys have it all wrong here. You're you're looking at the wrong reality. We've been talking for a whole chapter about Goliath and how tall he is and how much he weighs and and all this kind of stuff. I'm coming in the name of God, and we're going to now talk about God. As a matter of fact, there are some people that have studied this whole chapter, how many times David mentions God and mm-hmm. the Lord mm-hmm. and completely outweighs anything else he talks about. Mm-hmm. Uh, one or two times he talks, says Goliath, and one or two times he talks about about uh, himself and his past. Everything else is he's talking about God, 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 God.
0: And even then, he's only talking about his past because people are questioning his ability. You know, what makes you think you can do this? Well, God has been with me in the past. (laughs) Look at what he's done. He's he's done all these great things for me. That's right. But he's still talking about the power of God, and that means that he's ready to face the
1: giant. Yes. I think one of the things we need to remember is that when it comes time in your life to face the difficulties and obstacles, they have been there for a while, mm-hmm. for 40 days or more. <laughs> yeah, 40
0: years, perhaps. Yes. I when, mean... when
1: you decide, you know, enough is enough and this is not abundant life, um, God and the size of your God is the important perspective to have in mind. This is the way that we perceive salvation, mm-hmm. is, is, is the size of what Jesus has done for us is the way we face this topic.
0: That's right. And that giant in your life may be a negative past. It may be a current financial situation that just seems to be overwhelming. It may be a besetting sin. It may be the feeling that there's just no way that God could ever love you, ever forgive you, ever give you salvation. You're looking at the wrong thing. You need to quit looking at the problem. It's time to look at your God because your God is able to deliver you today. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Jesus101Institute. And follow us on Twitter at Jesus101Media. Until next time, live free.